Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for today is Skessi, Skessi or relationship. I think it's safe to say that we all want to be on good terms in our relationships, and more importantly, we desire them to be productive and joyful. A simple and valuable tool to start this process is listening. When you take the time to listen, you get to know what is truly important to the person in your relationship. The more you listen, the more you can know about the person in your skessi, which deepens the connection that the two of you have together. Build on a healthy skessi to flourish with those at home and work. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroneki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. When I think of a person who embodies the Kefi spirit of Olakala all is well, I think of Joe Brocato, attorney, author, speaker, and regular contributor to Forbes.com as an official member at Forbes Business Development Council. He's also a graduate of Northwestern Pritzker School of Law. He's a person fulfilling a dream organically. His journey to author covers something we all care about very deeply, relationships. And relationships are so much a part of being whole and happy within the Kefi life. Joe Bricado is here to talk about Hit It Off, 21 Rules of Mastering the Art and Science of Relationships in Life and Business. Welcome, Joe. It's good to be here, Kiki. Thank you so much. It is such an honor and a privilege to talk to you. You have so much education, but you have a great deal of life experience. Uh, I bet you're so excited about this new book. Can't be more excited. Uh, It's really been a labor of love and it's been in the works pretty much my entire life. So it's good to see it come to fruition. And uh, we've got a big date coming up May 1st. That's the publication date. So we're really excited about it. Wow. Dream fulfilled. Something you've been thinking about all your life. Let's talk about the process of writing this book. You know, a lot of people talk about like, oh, my dream is to write a book. It's one of my dreams, actually. Uh, Tell us about that process and the creativity that goes into it, your inspiration, et cetera. Well, I've always been uh, enamored with the process of creativity. Generally, I'm a musician, started playing drums when I was five. So 
I've always uh, loved to create things, and I've written a bunch of novels, and which are unpublished at this point. I hope to get them published in the future. Uh, I've published three nonfiction books. Uh, we've got this book, Hit It Off, coming out in May. And so I just enjoy the process of both entertaining on one hand, on the fiction side, and then sharing some of my both practical and real-world examples uh, of how I have succeeded and failed, frankly, over the last 30-plus years in business. Uh, I'm an attorney by trade, so I uh, have had a great career so far, and I'm looking forward to the next 30 years. Um, but for me, I do a lot of business development, so I meet a lot of people, and I've been blessed to have a clientele that's frankly international in scope. So I've met thousands and thousands of people and really have practiced at developing relationships for many years. And so to take all of that experience, practical experience, and then combine it with all the research that I did, the scientific research that I did, and to package that up into what I refer to as the 21 rules, it really provides a game plan for people to really go out and achieve their goals in life and in business. 21 is an interesting number. It's a lucky number. It's a lucky number, really. Uh I always thought it was three and seven. Tell me about that. How did you come up with this 21? Because they say when you're writing a book, you should always give like guidelines, tips, a number four so that people can have takeaways. Well, when I started writing the book, I wanted to come up with a number of things people could put in their toolbox, kind of like creating a Swiss army knife of sorts. People can use what they need when they need it. So I literally just got out a piece of paper, started writing down things that I had picked up over the years through trial and error. And originally I came up with 20 items and I thought that was pretty good. Intuitive things that I think you need when you're developing a relationship with someone, starting when you first meet them and hitting it off with them. And and then I'm thinking, wow, 20 is a good number, but I think 21 is a better number. You know, I enjoy going to Las Vegas and I think 21 is a lucky number. So, uh, and I enjoy playing blackjack. So I had to go with 21, added one to the 20 and you get 21. So I'm really proud of the, um, the, the, the number of rules that came up. They're really not intended to be a certain amount of number of rules. It's really intended to be whatever I thought made sense at the time. And then quite interesting, once I had the 21 rules, I did a lot of research behind it. And quite interestingly, and I found this to be fascinating, each and every one of the rules had a fair amount of scientific research behind it, which really uh, emphasizes, I think for the reader, there are over a hundred footnotes in the book, the efficacy of each of the rules. So these are things that may seem somewhat intuitive, but when you understand there's actually science behind it, um, it really gives you a lot of confidence to go out and use these rules, if you will, uh, in a much more um, practical way, in a way that really can convert that first impression that you make into a lifelong relationship that will help you achieve all of your authentic goals in life and in business. What attracts me to this book, besides the fact that you wrote it, 
and you have life experience is that you have been exposed to so many different types of business people all over the world. So A, right there, that is authentic. The next thing is efficacy. I think that's a very important word. And being married to an attorney myself, uh, he prides himself and he says it's very important to do research. So kudos for the research. Let's dive into some of the concepts, one of which I read about uh, is called first impressions. We hear about this. Mm. Talk to us about first impressions. Well, first impressions are really everything. Um, There were uh, some Harvard researchers that uh, showed that we tend to make uh, a, a snap judgment about somebody really in the first couple of seconds. And we tend to keep that judgment even if we learn more information. And so if you think about it, if you're meeting someone new in business or a potential client or an investor or a business partner, you only have a very short period of time to quote unquote hit it off. And I was inspired uh, to really write the whole book by my early experiences as a child, I was with my grandfather. Uh, we were at a muffler store. He was getting uh, his muffler repaired, changed, and um, getting a new muffler. And we were sitting in the waiting room. And I can't believe how, to this day, how he was able to chat with a gentleman who was also sitting there that he had just met. We were only there for maybe 20 minutes, half an hour. And he immediately made this guy his best friend. And it was not intentional. I don't know how he did it. And from that point forward, I was incredibly uh, curious as to how he was able to hit it off with that gentleman. So I've been thinking about that really since a very, very early age. And as I got into business myself, I realized that that first encounter with someone is critical. It can make or break your possibility of having a relationship with that individual. So really from the inspiration of my grandfather, I took that to really start practicing that in my life as a young adult, getting into business and then developing a great, great clientele of uh, law clients and also in other business ventures. So that first impression really is everything. And the idea in the book is to arm you with tools that you can use from the moment you meet someone to really make that first impression as great as it can be, because that may be your only chance to make it. And I have to attest to that being true because I experienced something like that last weekend at a fundraiser mm. and somebody came up to me and they're a professional, this person was, but the first impression was not good at all. And it was what he said to me. So those words now are still in my head and I can't get them out. And now it's like, you know what? I don't like the way you approach this. Well, quite interestingly in my book, at, for every rule, I have what's known as a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> This is when the rules derail. (laughs) So basically what you've just described is a train wreck experience. Wow. Because that image now will stay in your head. It's not something that necessarily is motivating you to have another encounter with that individual. I have no interest. It's sad. It is what it is. is. So we all have the ability to avoid situations like that. And I think a lot of people really, when they read the book, they'll read the the train wrecks, and they're also going to read some um, of the Zen of each of the rule, which I, rules, which I really think is that inspirational part. 
to really motivate people to be confident that you can do this as well. You don't have to be an extrovert, whether you're an introvert, extrovert, or someone in between. Everybody has the ability to establish a very close, strong emotional connection with someone else and really convert that to a win-win relationship so each person can accomplish their goals. Outstanding. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Let's talk about um, next. This is something you also outline in your book or talk about. It's deepening relationships with those you love. And with the Kefi life, uh, there's an island in Greece called Ikaria, where people forget to die. And Dan Butner from National Geographic coined this this phrase, blow zones. Uh, There's five islands all over the world where people live to be like 100 plus. And part of that formula for living long, happy lives is relationships. So what can you say about deepening a relationship? It's very important. Well, I would uh, postulate that the entire book is to do just that. Um, When you were asking the question, the rule that just popped into my head is uh, caring through your actions. And what I found is that this is particularly effective, um, especially with family members, people that you really care about, and other people that aren't your family members who you truly care about. we all tend to have a good ability to empathize with others, kind of feel their pain, quote unquote, put ourselves in their shoes. But that's an internal process to us. And the science shows that when you actually take that empathy and convert it to an actual real action, you create this perception of social support, which allows the other person to really feel supported, accepted, and it gives them the confidence that things will be okay. So if you have a family member that's in need, you may have an empathetic feeling, but if you figure out a way to convert that to actually helping them by concrete action, like taking a step with concrete action, that's going to go a long way. It'll have an exponential effect, according to research, in deepening your relationship with that person because they're going to feel gratitude and they're just going to feel more emotionally connected with you. What if the relationship, and I don't know if you have the answer to this or not, because it might be a psychological question, but what if the person has a trait that is not solution-oriented, let's say, it's more complaining type? Um, Can you still work around that and deepening the relationship? Well, of course there will be difficult people out there. (laughs) (laughs) We all know them. This might call for a psychiatrist. (laughs) Definitely, there are certain aspects that require professional help uh, with psychiatry, no (laughs) doubt about it. And rightfully so. Um, You know, this isn't a panacea for every situation that's out there. Um, These are based on intuitive concepts uh, around relationships and some of the psychological, sociological business studies that have been done. Um, you know, there, what, what the somewhat of the implication of the question is, you know, you're dealing with a perhaps more difficult person who may like to disagree all the time. And frankly, one of the rules is um, kind of avoiding disagreement and finding common ground. We have a tendency to put our foot in the sand or draw a line in the sand, put our foot down and say, hey, we're right, you're wrong. And Quite often, what's interesting is that science shows that there's this concept of the illusion of explanatory depth, where we actually, when we're speaking in many cases, think we know, we convince ourselves we know more about a topic than we really do. So we end up you know, opining on things that 
maybe really good opinions from our perspective, but they're very shallow. When questioned, we have no basis to support it. And if, if the other person really knows more than we do, then we're kind of caught flat-footed. We don't know how to respond. It turns into a big argument because we're not going to give up. And frankly, if we're dealing with someone who is like that and they're completely in the illusion of explanatory depth, it may be worth just backing off and avoiding the disagreement. Because if you're looking to truly develop a relationship with that difficult person, further disagreement is not going to get you any closer. So pick your battles properly. Realize your own, perhaps, you know, limitations when it comes to the topic that you're talking about. Understand that they may also have very serious limitations. You're not going to convince them necessarily in that sitting. Just back off, maybe reevaluate your interest here and look at the bigger picture, really trying to establish that connection. And frankly, you may feel make them feel more accepted. And once they feel that acceptance, you may actually find that they loosen their opinion a little bit and they might be more receptive because you've backed off a little bit. So there's some strategy around that as well. I really appreciate that answer. I think it's very well thought out. I mean, of course you are an attorney, so you're quick on your feet. I like that. I like it. And I will take it to the bank. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about the inspirational side of this book also. I mean, it's all inspiring because we can take these 21 concepts and help ourselves in business and life. But what about the Zen rule? Well, it's one thing to give you a list of rules. It's one thing to kind of summarize some of the important research behind it and tell you how things go off the tracks. But I wanted to put some very positive, inspirational um, verbiage in the book that we can all kind of remember. You know, one of the fondest stories that I have, I think very personal stories, was how I learned the basics of respect um, from my grandmother, Uh, my maternal grandmother, around the dinner table on Sundays. We always used to go to to her house. She used to cook, start at like five, six in the morning, cooking the the gravy and doing the handmade, uh, homemade meatballs and, you know, packing the sausages, that whole thing. And how, through stories that I tell in the book, how she actually created the foundation for me to think about the concept of respect, which I think is sorely missing in society right now. We're seeing right before us the crumbling of our social contract. You know, people don't respect other people anymore. And it's one of the saddest things that I'm seeing, frankly, in this day and age. So I think that, you know, being inspired by stories like that, that can really give people the motivation. I tried to create, um, I love Leo Biscaglia, and he always had a way of just encouraging people and inspiring people. Um, You know, nowhere near Leo Biscaglia, obviously, but if I can just have a little, if I can pepper in a little bit of some of the inspiration that he tried to um, emote in some of his writings and his speaking, God bless, because we all need that extra inspiration. So I wanted to have that, a section for each of the rules where we can kind of meditate on these rules a little bit and be inspired to go out and practice them. And lo and behold, the hope is that you can exponentially increase the likelihood of achieving your goals, your dreams, frankly, right, in your life. And that's if we can even get close to our dreams, we're far ahead of a lot of people. I think everybody can do that. And so we all have to really harness what we can out of the book and take what works like that toolkit that I mentioned, that toolbox, and really use what you can to, in the proper setting, to achieve your goals. Joe Bricado is an author. He's an attorney. Where are you practicing law right now? 
Well, I am a partner with Gazdecki del Judas, Americus, Farkas, and Bercato. It's quite a mouthful, I know, but uh, <laughs> we're a uh, boutique firm uh, in Chicago and uh, very proud of our, our practice. We've delivered just a very high value proposition and um, really honored to, to be here and be able to share some of the experiences uh, from my law practice, but also other aspects of my, of my life, including my family, my business life. And uh, so again, I really, really appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to be here. Oh, likewise. It's such a privilege, Joe. And I, I love what you said. You pay homage to your grandfather, the story about the muffler shop. And I want to know his name and also your grandmother who taught you about respect her name. So uh, I was actually named after my grandfather, Joseph de Cristofano, uh, my mom's dad. And then my mom's mom was Laura de Cristofano. So um, very uh, honored to have been uh, part of their lives and um, them being part of mine. And spent a lot of time with my grandparents uh, early on in my life. And uh, like I said, some of the fondest memories, some of the biggest lessons I learned was through my family. So uh, definitely miss them. They're both deceased and, uh, you know, try to just carry on their legacy uh, going forward. I, I just, I think that's wonderful. Do you have a tribute in the book? Because I know that the book that I'm writing, it has uh, a tribute and it's to my mother, uh, but that's another story. Do you have a tribute in your book? Hit it I, off? Do, I do have a tribute. I made it very um, all-encompassing. I actually uh, dedicated it uh, to the universe for, and, and really all the people in it who's, who have affected my life. Uh, and there are a lot. There are a lot of people um, who have come into my life, who've blessed my life to make me the person that I am. Um, certainly far from perfect. But um, I'm a th I think I'm a little less imperfect because of the blessings that I've had with good mentors, uh, good people around me uh, to teach me and have uh, taught me a lot of lessons over the years. So I'm very, very grateful for everybody. Joe Bricado, you are such an eloquent speaker. I could speak to you for hours and we only have a few, I'm telling you, you know, I have a few minutes left, but I have to ask you, because you have some good news today about your book being um, considered or uh, accepted. I want to know about um, the, the reading that is going to happen with your book in certain schools. And also uh, you have a launch party. We got to touch, touch upon those two things. Well, I'm, I'm uh, in discussions right now, uh, narrowing down a couple in particular to hopefully be on uh, reading lists for certain universities and graduate schools. Um, and so stay tuned for more news on that, hopefully very, very soon. But I wanted to, to get the book. I want to get the book in schools because these are sorts of the sorts of things that they don't teach you in school necessarily. At least they don't package it up in a nice, neat game plan that you can take with you and go out and play the game of life. So for me, this is important because I didn't necessarily get all of these things in one spot. Um, and like I said, a lot of it's been through a lot of trial and error. So if I can make life more efficient and business more efficient for people when they graduate, God bless. Um, so that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, and I really hope that that, that happens. Uh, and then the... Uh, uh, the book launch. Yeah. So I was very, very honored for Barnes and Noble to really throw a lot of support uh, behind my book. Um, uh, we're partnering up to do my world launch party, uh, launch event, I should say, which will, I'm sure be a party as well, um, at the Barnes and Noble in Oak Brook, Illinois on May 4th at 7 p.m. I'll do a little discussion about the book. 
and then it'll be a little book signing and some photos and uh, a lot of good conversation, I hope. So take some questions from the audience, uh, hoping to have a lot of people there and, uh, you know, would be honored if your listeners were available and would consider joining us. So uh, April, I'm sorry, May 4th at 7 p.m. at the Oprah in, uh, at the Barnes and Noble in Oprah, Illinois. Come on, everybody. We got to support Joe Bricado. Where can people find you online? Well, um, certainly uh, Joe at hititoffthebook.com uh, is my uh, book website uh, email. And I would recommend that everybody check out my website at hititoffthebook.com. Uh, my law uh, email address is j.brocato, B-R-O-C-A-T-O at gazdel.com, G-O-Z-D-E-L.com. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not too hard to find, put it that way. Check out my social media. I'm, I'm everywhere where social media is. Fantastic. We'll put you in the show notes. We'll get all those resources lined up and linked up. Um, and we're really excited. In our final 30 seconds, I ask every special guest this question. If you need a minute to think of the answer, feel free. But Joe Bricado, author of Hit It Off, 21 Rules of Mastering the Art and Science of Relationships in Life and Business. In my life, I've learned that... That I, in my life, I have learned that I've got a lot more to learn. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, t- a true and, Socratic answer. I love it. No truer words have ever been said before, by the way. Oh. I definitely have a lot more to learn and I, and I love learning and that's how we get better. That's how we're, uh, we're growing all the time, you know, and I'm big into personal, uh, personal growth. I think, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing. And, you know, my book and my ideas are part of the conversation. I just want to, you know, have everybody, um, you know, take my book, take other resources they have and figure out what works for you and go out and live your dreams, you know, live your best life. Can't wait to read it. Thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you for having me. It's been an honor. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010. Taking care of all your real estate needs. Today, Joe Bricado emphasized the impact of a good first impression. In my estimation, grooming contributes to a positive initial meeting. When you take the time to present yourself with a polished and well-kept appearance, the impression is often running for an hola cala all is well experience. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at KefiLife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.